This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. How many times have we talked about this next situation? The fact that in years past, when ICBC was rolling in money, previous governments just helped themselves to that cash to balance their books. And now ICBC, as we all know, is a dumpster fire. It has been infuriating to so many British Columbians over the years watching that happen. But is that about to change for good with a law that would prevent this from happening again. Well, that's what it sounds like after reading Rob Shaw's story in the Vancouver Sun this morning. So let's talk to him about that, and he joins us now. Good morning, Rob. Hi, Simi. Okay, so what is it that you got the scoop on here? Well, this has long been something that New Democrats have criticized, as you mentioned off the top, the fact that previous Liberal government kind of milked the golden cow of, uh, of ICBC during profitable years and took the money away. And so Attorney General David Eby says that now that the New Democrats are in power, he's got legislation that he'll introduce in the spring that will forbid governments from taking money out of ICBC. Uh, I should note, you know, it is a law that will probably pass. It is symbolic in a way, I guess, because, you know, no government can do anything here to bind future governments. So if the Liberals came back into power and they didn't like this, they could pass another motion in the House and repeal the legislation. But it's, it's similar in some ways to Gordon Campbell had legislation in uh, that governments could not run deficits uh, when right. he was in power. And that was something that the Liberals had to repeal uh, to run a deficit later. So it's kind of one of those things that government sets in place is not like a straitjacket, but it is a is something that would be very embarrassing uh, to to have to contradict your own legislation. And I don't think we'll see the NDP take any money out of ICBC should one day in the distant future, ICBC ever become profitable again. Right. So the idea here would be to make it so politically unpalatable that nobody will do this. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting argument. And I think when ICBC, um, you know, was created uh, in the 70s, there was this idea that if the government is going to get in the business of having a state monopoly on basic auto insurance, that the point of that is that you generate money uh, through that business and return the money to help operate the province, education, health care, uh, all of that type of thing. Otherwise, why is the government in the business of auto insurance at all, uh, other than to provide a fair playing field for people so they're not discriminated against and get some returns? We're sort of at the point now, though, where... Um, you know, governments did that, and they did it right up until the brink of ICBC becoming insolvent. Yeah. And they left ICBC, you know, from 2010 to 2016, the government took out more than a billion, about a billion point two uh, of profits from ICBC. And when ICBC hit troubling times in 2017, they had no savings to fall back on. They had no, they had no money just sitting around. Uh, and that became one of the reasons why ICBC has gone into a deficit so deeply, why it's $2.5 billion over the last two years in the hole that's required kind of provincial bailout. Uh, and I guess the argument is it would be great if you could take ICBC's returns for the budget and use it for health care and education, but at the same time, maybe we've learned that that's not 
the best way to do it because you never know when, when a downturn is coming. I like the way you said maybe we've learned because you never know. Maybe. Right? Not in, well, you know, in politics, <laughs> you never know. Uh, learning is a very slow process. It is. Now, there's another ICBC story too, right, where another big change could potentially be coming. What is the big deal about online purchasing of your ICBC insurance? Well, because everything is so, uh, you know, the dumpster fire is raging still at ICBC and is losing so much money, there are all these proposals to try and find ways to save costs. And one of the ideas is, um, why is it that if you want to go renew your auto insurance and you don't have any changes planned, you're just going in and getting a new decal for your car uh, every year, um, why do you have to go to an auto plan broker and sit down and wait in line and then go through the process and have them type everything on their keyboard uh, for something that hasn't changed for you. Now, there are lots of circumstances where you are getting new insurance or you have a complicated insurance arrangement. You do need that help. But for people just renewing, why can't they go online and do it? And one of the arguments is maybe that could save ICBC money. They spent $490 million last year in commissions. The auto broker, when they go through the computer and renew your insurance, gets a percentage uh, commission. And that's not something you really notice because it's not your, it's not um, advertised in your face, but they get paid to help you renew your insurance. And what if ICBC could cut that $490 million a year in commissions down by having you renew your insurance online when you can? And that's the argument. And then David Eby says government is interested in it and they're going to work on it. Right, but I'm sure insurance brokers would not be happy about this. No, but they're trying to put the best spin on I, I think what's going to happen here, and uh, talking to both the brokers yesterday and David Eby, is what's essentially going to happen is ICBC is going to develop a system where you can renew online, but to do it, you have to go to your local auto broker's website, and there'll be an ICBC tool, and the auto brokers are going to review your renewal in, after you submit it online. Some actual auto broker in person will renew it on their end and authorize it, and they will get a reduced commission. So the idea you're getting, you're cutting out the, the auto broker commission entirely is not accurate, I don't think, in the way that they've set this up, at least initially. And also there's 6 million transactions a year from auto brokers and a whole bunch of them on commercial vehicles, complicated insurance. You know, have you ever been stuck in line to renew yep. your insurance behind someone who has like 47 questions about yes. their optional and what does this mean and what about Roadstar Plus and why am I not a gold? Those people will still want to go in person. So those, the bricks-and-mortar system will still be there. So it's not going to cut $490 million in commission down to zero, but it might shave off, as David Eby said, maybe $100 million plus. And I guess when your fire is raging in ICBC, it, it, every bit counts. Yeah. yeah, okay. So these changes you said, what, potentially coming next spring in legislation? Mm, well, so the changes on banning profits next spring, the changes on online renewals... We're not really sure. He's committing to before the next election, 2021-ish, I guess, is kind of where they're hoping. Right. Okay. So it's in a busy legislative session so far then, and it sounds like it's not going to end, particularly for David Eby. No, no. I mean, he's got a lot of files on his plate. He's got ICBC money laundering, some parts of cannabis. He's got uh, all sorts of other things. But I think ICBC is occupying a lot of his time because, remember, ICBC lost a court case recently that is going to cost government $400 million this year. Right. The surplus this year is projected to be $179 million. So it, ICBC's losses swamp the budget, and it's a huge risk, and the finance minister has said we got to stay on it. And so EB's, I would say, probably three-quarters of his time right now is occupied just on 
ICBC and trying to keep the losses from growing. Now, do you think that's what changed here? Because I remember David Eby saying that, you know, yeah, we'll get to the online thing later. And now all of a sudden he's saying in the spring, do you think now they're thinking we have to squeeze every dollar where we can? I think so, yeah. I mean, the, the, there is another court challenge uh, against the, the cap on minor injury, pain and suffering claims, $5,500. If ICBC loses that course case as well, they're going to they're going to be hit with a billion dollar uh, billion dollars in savings that they were hoping to get that would be overturned. So I think the New Democrats are hedging their bets that they got to prepare for the worst case scenario. They got to start chipping away at little corners because these big court cases they're up against don't always turn out in their favor. And that's why you suddenly see something that, like, look, this is going to take a lot of work. ICBC is going to have to develop a, an IT system yeah. to online renew your insurance. And you know, you and I both know from watching government for a while, they can never no. produce a computer system that works. So no one wants to go down that route, but they think that maybe even if they do, they could still save a little bit of money. And at this point, they're, they're hoping it's worth the risk. All right, Rob, thanks so much for explaining it to us. Okay, take care. You too. That's Rob Shaw, legislative correspondent for the Vancouver Sun. Check out his piece today.